0: Before we kick off this episode of the RHAP Rewind, talking about an episode of MTV Made uh, about being a celebrity assistant, I just want to uh, remind our listeners that it is the start of a brand new month of April and it is the uh, best Time to jump in and become a patron of Rob Has a Podcast because you help support all of your favorite podcasts that we are working on for you. And also, the beginning of the month is the best time to try on being a patron because if you don't like it, you can cancel before the end of the next month. We have a ton of great content in our patron podcast feed. The patron 5 for 5, where I go behind the scenes with the first lady of podcasting. Uh, we do a weekly patron feedback show, weekly patron activities. And because I want to get to know all of our newest members, you could take part in our orientation meetup call that I'm doing the last Tuesday of the month, where our newest patrons can ask any questions about how to access any of their patron benefits, say hello. Whatever you want to ask, come on and I'll be there for a couple hours meeting with our patrons on the final Tuesday night of the month for our new patrons. Find out about everything we have going on over at com slash patron. That's com slash patron. What's going on? Rob Sestrino back here for another week on the RGP Rewind. I'm very excited to have back with us a man who is along with me for the ride to go back into the time machine and watch all these old shows. It's the great Chappelle. Chappelle, how are you? Rob, I am good. And you know, this is the first
1: uh, Rewind I've done with you where I am the only guess so yes. i can't lie i'm a little nervous I, I don't i don't know how this is gonna go we don't have anybody to be a buffer
0: between the two of us why do you feel like that we need a buffer
1: i don't think we need a buffer we just haven't done it before so i'm very interested to see how this no, is, this gonna, is go.
0: gonna be great i'm very excited and of course yeah. uh if you uh missed us last week we talked with aj mass about a show called work of art that was on bravo and we said that we don't want to make more work for the listeners got a lot of feedback like hey rob You know, I like Rob as a podcast, but I don't need to be listening to three or four or or watching three or four old shows a week just to listen to one of your podcasts and we hear you. So what we're doing is we are bouncing around through time. Chappelle, he's seen everything. So every week (laughs) we're going to watch a different episode of a show from the history of reality TV. Sometimes it might be the first episode. Other times, it might be the best episode. So if you have feedback for us of a show that we should watch, let us know on Twitter, and we will queue it up here on the RHAP Rewind. How about that, Chappelle? It sounds good. Yeah, I, I
1: don't know if today's episode is the best episode of this particular show, but I think it'd be entertaining, and it was uh, available online. So again, if you have suggestions and you can find it online, that would you know greatly assist me and you know being able to tell people what to watch. Today. Yeah, I mean, look, look here. Um, It's hard enough finding these old reality TV shows because a lot of people are embarrassed that they exist. Uh, We see some of the like grimiest things in the old, you know, wild west of reality TV. And so a lot of this stuff has been scrubbed from the internet. So Mm -hmm. if you have a show and an episode that you would like to see, if you can find it, please send that to us because allowing us to just kind of like search for it is not going to be beneficial to getting one of your faves heard. And we definitely want to talk about your faves. Okay. So,
0: yeah. Today we're going to be talking about a show that is available on Paramount Plus, of course, uh, formerly CBS All Access. Uh, it is an MTV show called Made. Today we're going to be looking at season twelve, episode fifteen of Made. Of uh, the a job that somebody's going to be made into is a celebrity assistant. Today, Chappelle, can you tell us about Made? Yeah. So
1: I watched Made almost. Oh gosh, I probably watched it from the beginning. I Rob, I really should start looking back at my childhood and wonder where it all went wrong. Mm-hmm. But uh, I think Made was starting like 2002, and it's a show basically that takes teens normally and and like puts them in a situation where they can be made into their goal, like their whatever they aspire to be in life. They bring in a coach. MTV will bring a coach to the person's school or to their home and says, "Hey." give me a month and I will transform you into whatever you want to be and help you achieve your goal. And so made was on for, I think 15 seasons. Honestly, Mm -hmm. there was like made and there was super made. Then there was made dream bigger. Um, They moved away from the high school kids a little bit and then moved into the college students. And so uh, made is just one of those shows that it's kind of just in the MTV lexicon of just, you know, reality TV shows that almost were just like always there And so I watched it week to week. Sometimes I would skip a season and watch another season because they always brought in new, interesting, not so much, not so much interesting people, but they also brought, like they brought in interesting professions and goals for these people to make. So if you had an interest, there's a made episode for you. Like if someone wanted to be an athlete, there's a made episode for you. Like, Oh, I want to be made into a basketball player or a dancer, you know, or something like that, or celebrity assistant, like uh, today's episode. And so, um, Yeah, Made was just one of those things that I could just go home, kind of watch. It's low stress. And you get to see people kind of uh, put to the test to see if they, you know, uh, have what it takes to do what their dream job is. And I really enjoyed it.
0: Chappelle, when you used to watch MTV Made back in the day, what did you dream that they would call you up and say, Chappelle, all right, it's your episode of Made. What are you going to be?
1: Oh, Wow. You know, I should have foresaw this coming. Like, I, like, I, like, I should have known that you were going to ask this question. Because when I was younger, I had like big dreams. I remember when I was a child, I wanted to be an astronaut, but I'm not good at math or science, mm-hmm. so that went out the window. And then at one point, I wanted to be like a writer, but I also, you know, I'm not very smart, and so that wasn't something that was going to go for me because words kind of escape me sometimes. Mm-hmm. The listeners
0: will know this. You write and on so, Twitter all the time.
1: Oh, I, I am a good. Twitter, mm-hmm. I am, uh, yeah, that's all I can do though. And then you can delete those, and you you know put them in your drafts. You can workshop them. So I don't know. I feel like back then it was something like interesting, definitely something out of the box. I've never been uh like someone who kind of uh, like I've always marched to the beat of my own drum. I've been a little left of center. Some yeah. would say and sometimes so, literally, right? A little bit, yeah. yeah. And so, uh yeah, if, if you if you catch me in college, yeah, a little bit. So. Maybe at the time it was probably a podcaster. Maybe they wanted me to be Wow. What would that I episode be, look like? Uh I would bring in my uh podcasting coach, Rob Sesanino. I would be the and, podcasting
0: coach? Aren't you my podcasting coach, well, I'm just saying on the on made, uh that it, would I be the best person for this? Yeah, of course. Yeah. Is it always you somebody a, who's like a drill sergeant who's gonna come in and be like uh like, hey, like you wanna be a podcaster? Yeah,
1: yeah. It's never like it's not it's not always someone who's aggressive, but it's always someone with like a chip on their shoulder. Like rarely do you get the person who comes in and is like, you know what, I'm gonna coddle you through Mm -hmm. this. I think the point of the show is to like see if you can cut it. Yeah. You know, and if if it's podcasting, it's not gonna be regular podcasting, you know, tasks that you have to figure out. It's like how do you podcast in a thunderstorm with one, you know, with, with a broken microphone mm-hmm. on, you know, the like screaming a, kids. Yeah. Right. On a on an Acer laptop with mm-hmm. screaming kids in the background. You know, if they, they wanna see if you have what it takes to stick it out because it's a lot more entertaining. And so, yeah, maybe that's what it was. I don't I don't know, Rob. Rob, can you think back to your high school days and think of what you would have wanted to be made into? (laughs) Popular.
0: (laughs) Well, you did it. Yeah. Uh, I don't know if you needed a coach for that. Um, As far as a job, uh, I would say probably a game show host is really uh, what I wanted to be.
1: Yeah. So for the people who aren't familiar with, with, uh, made, what we would do then is Rob would say, I want to be made into a game show host. And then I meet, being the producer at MCC, I mean, uh, MTV, I would call Bob Barker and Bob Barker <laughs> would show up and be like, Rob, come on down, you know, like, and wow. then, yeah. And then he would say, Oh, okay. And then he would, you know, take Rob through like, here are the ins and outs of the, the industry. Here's what you need to know to be a good one. Um, you know, here's what you need to know to be a bad one. Like Pat, Say Jack, mm-hmm. and then you can move on and you know be the game show host you want to be you know in your life and then they'll give you a task like now you have to host the game show at school you know because it was primarily yeah. for high school kids so that's the concept
0: of Made. Chappelle could you give us some iconic Made episodes?
1: Uh, sure There, so because Made was on for 15 seasons there are so many like I remember this kid named uh, Jordan wanted to be like a triathlete oh but there's a lot of So we talked about beauty and the geek a couple weeks ago. There's a lot of that on there. Like, let's take this scrawny person, uh, unlike, not unlike myself in high school and make them into like a ladies man or make Mm -hmm. them into, you know, the star athlete. They like, they like the transformation part, right? Like from, uh, from zero to hero or from beauty to geek, you know, whatever they're going with. So there was a lot of that going on. I remember pageant queens and people wanted to be, oh, Oh my gosh! They love making white people rap. They're like, <laughs> yeah. "Do you want to be a rapper? Let's find the nerdiest white girl and make her a rapper or a hip hop dancer." That's that was kind of MTV's bag back then. For so me. I'm
0: looking at I'm looking at a list of the best 14 uh, made episodes, Ooh. and uh, that the two of the top three are rapper.
1: it's it's kind of like the normal like that's their easiest go-to because rap is so popular and there's a comedian that once said you know nobody wants to be black but everybody wants to be black at the same time uh it's one of those things like it's so popular in like uh in the cu- in the culture of, you know, America and that people like feel like, oh, this brings me clout or popularity. Mm-hmm. And so yeah, it's easy to find people who want to be a rapper because we all use words. So, you know, you think, oh, okay, I can string them together. The problem with rap is that it's highly subjective, but yeah. it's also like very like skilled and nuanced and and, you know and it takes it takes a lot to be a rapper and it takes a lot to make it believable and i don't know if Maid ever hit the mark on that so Mm -hmm. yeah that's definitely one of them i think i remember somebody who wanted to be in a metal band yeah like yeah, like like one of those like, like screaming bands. I don't <laughs> want to disrespect any metal fans, but like uh I think Death Death Clock or something like yeah, that. I see one uh, metal
0: screamer is on this this list.
1: Yeah. Oh my gosh, I remember that. Her parents were not having it. <laughs> <laughs> not having it at all. But yeah, it's that kind of thing. They want to put people it, you know out of their comfort zone and just see what they can do with them in a what
0: span of 45 minutes for television. Mm-hmm. Okay, so this episode that we're talking about, uh, this is about a guy named Chris, uh, and Chris is, uh, he wants to be a celebrity assistant. Uh, This seems like a very specific thing that he wants uh, to be the celebrity assistant.
1: Yeah, so Chris says, hey, I went to college for communication, and I want to open a PR firm, and I uh, want to do events for people, and I think being a celebrity assistant will give me the knowledge and the skills to do that very well but honestly you kind of get the vibe from this episode that chris just wants to meet celebrities you know he's just here to kind of hobnob and like rub elbows with the with the 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 upper crust of society what do you think rob
0: yeah i mean he did not really seem to want to work i mean he seems like that he's like a very like adversarial with the uh Uh, basically like the Mr. Miyagi type uh, teacher that they send to him to learn the ways of the celebrity assistant. So he did not really seem to take to it. I mean, it works out by the end, but yeah, he does not. He feels like that. A lot of the things that he gets to do are, I feel like beneath him.
1: Yeah. See, it's like, it's like Chris didn't know what a celebrity assistant does because and when I was in high school, and, and that's another thing, this is, this is made dream bigger. So Chris is in college. When I was in high school, that's when they were airing like the high school episodes of May. And I knew as a high school student that celebrity assistants had to do the stuff. They had to do the dirty yeah. work. They did the things that the celebrities were too good to do, you know, in quotation marks. And so it seemed like Chris wasn't aware that you would be doing menial tasks. Like, I don't know if he knew what a celebrity assistant actually did. Like, I think in his mind, he was more like, you know, like, I'm the person who books venues for this person. Mm-hmm. But in reality, it's I have to take care of their, you know, their laundry and do their, their tasks from day to day and, you know, do the things they don't want to do. Yeah. And it was kind of a shock for
0: him. And he didn't really take well to it at first. Chappelle, do you feel like that the occupation of celebrity assistant is uh, more popular or less popular than it was 10 years ago?
1: Who. I don't know. I, I think it was more popular ten years ago because it was almost like that is my gateway to being with one of these celebrities and being next to one and getting to experience the life they experience. Hell, now I can just tweet you. You know, mm-hmm. I, I can just see if you know Ethan Embry wants to talk to me on Twitter <laughs> one day and, and see what happens. Did you apply right? to
0: be Ethan Embry celebrity assistant?
1: I would have. <laughs> <laughs> if he wanted me to, like, you know, like, uh, I can, like, make his Pop-Tarts in the morning or something. I would have did that. I don't care. Um, but, yeah, I, I think it's so much more attainable to get in touch with these people yeah. and to reach out and to kind of live the lifestyle. That they're leaving. Also, fame is so much, uh, like, it, you could just grab it out of nowhere now. You know, TikTok famous, Vine yeah. famous, YouTube famous. Anybody could be famous and need an assistant tomorrow. Whereas it, in the early 2000s, it was like, if you weren't on television, then you know how were you going to break into this industry? And so, yeah, I think back then it was it was popular. But now people are like, no, not really. I don't have mm-hmm. to do that.
0: Yeah. yeah. Do we know how Chris is doing, who is uh, the protagonist of this episode of Made? I tried to look him up, but I couldn't find him.
1: Yeah, no. I searched for hours and I have nothing on Chris. I don't even think that I don't know if they said his last name. Did you Mm -hmm. get it? Um, But I looked and I have nothing. I highly doubt he's still a celebrity apprentice. I mean, uh, you know, apprentice (laughs) assistant after all this time. He did not go on to be on the celebrity apprentice or the apprentice proper. And so uh, I don't think he ever got there to where he was like working for someone, uh, you know, highbrow or something. But you'll never know because the thing with assistants is that they're not supposed to be seen. They're mm-hmm. just supposed to handle the business in the background. It's all about the celebrity. Right. And I think Chris might have wanted to be a celebrity instead.
0: Yeah, you think so? Because yeah, uh, oh, yeah. he did not like go on to seemingly like become like a big publicist or anything like that.
1: Yeah, and I think the people who want to be celebrity assistants ultimately want to be celebrities. I mean, one of the most famous celebrity assistants would be uh, Kim Kardashian. Mm -hmm. She was assistant to, uh, Miss Paris Hilton. Mm -hmm. And now she is way more famous than Miss Paris Hilton. No disrespect to Miss Paris Hilton, but she is, she has surpassed her in fame and probably money. Uh, and it, it came from her time as an assistant there was times where Kim Kardashian was on Paris Hilton's reality TV show. Mm-hmm. It just seemed like that was the natural progression. Like if I can get close to this person, I can meet other people and then I could just end up in these spaces to where yeah. maybe I could talk myself into a room or, you know, get to hang out with some of the people who I admire. And I think that's what Chris was going for.
0: I feel like the idea of the celebrity assistant was like a very much like an early two thousands type of thing. I think you had things like, didn't Andy Dick have the uh, assistant? Uh, reality show, and I feel like that during like the Entourage era, like I feel like that just sort of like, um, like from like 2000 to 2010, I feel like that there was a lot of attention paid to the job of the celebrity assistant.
1: Yeah, I mean, if you think about what this said, this was made started in 2002. Andy Dick was like 2004, mm-hmm. right? And so Andy Dick's reality show, The Assistant, was literally him just coming up with absurd tasks. And uh, like having these people do it so that they could be the next assistant. So, yeah, it was very much a legitimate um, like life path for people. Um, I just don't know if there's any room for it in, in society today uh, because Andy Dick was putting those people through the ringer. Like <laughs> this guy that we have as a maid
0: coach this time, he's nothing compared to uh, Andy Dick. OK. All right. So uh, Chris wants to be a celebrity assistant. He gets the call. He's going to go to los angeles and he gets picked up at the airport by bj bj is a person who is a publicist is that right yeah
1: so bj coleman uh is the uh starter of the coleman entertainment group and yeah basically a publicist but his backstory is that i you know bj started off as a uh assistant you know, and and it led him to have this like star-studded clientele, to where he's moved up through the ranks, to where now he, you know, manages his own uh, entertainment group, and I'm sure he's like the manager to a bunch of like really big celebrities today. But yeah, it, uh, from his point of view, yes. he started where Chris was at, and he worked his way up, and so now he's here to help Chris uh, navigate that pathway.
0: I'm looking at him on uh, LinkedIn.
1: Oh, yeah. What you got on the
0: LinkedIn? Uh, LinkedIn. Uh, he's the president of the Coleman Entertainment Group. There you go. There you go. Yeah. He's
1: famous in his own right. So he was very shocked that uh, Chris didn't recognize him instantly.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> and so he's going to come in and, you know, he's really going to put uh, Chris through it. He comes in and basically tells uh, Chris that, you know, um, he is going to start doing stuff. And basically, he is acting like the de facto celebrity and then having Chris uh, work for him uh, he's going to uh, ask for a uh, a coffee order and Chris is hating this uh, from the start
1: yeah so a little backstory about Chris. Chris seems to have come from a family with some money. Yeah. They, 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 they like to go to Chris's home where he has multiple siblings. Yeah. He has a, uh, a very rich father and his father has uh, multiple wives at different times in his life. And Chris uh, seems to come from a level of privilege. Not mm-hmm. to say that we all don't to some extent, but Chris seems very well off. And so I have to imagine that this might have been Chris's first time ever buying yeah. a coffee for someone who wasn't himself.
0: So uh, yeah, uh, Chris struck me as uh, kind of a, uh, almost like a Colton uh, Colton Cumbie from survivor.
1: Yeah. It was the polo shirt. Yeah. They, yeah. They, they give strong polo shirt vibes in the, and this it's very similar energy. Um, yeah. It seems like I, I come from a, a position where I was more well off and now you're asking me to do something that's almost beneath me and buying you this coffee order. And I think BJ knows that. I think BJ has identified that Chris is not used to this. And I'm going to throw this at him just to see how he deals with it. Um, Do you remember what BJ's coffee order
0: was? (laughs) No, I do not.
1: He ordered a grande soy caramel macchiato in a venti cup and a tall coffee in a grande cup with extra milk. Extra hot. Mm -hmm. I just don't understand why you would need both of these coffees. That amount of coffee, uh, you know, in general, but then you made them extra hot. I guess you intend on drinking them both today. Neither of these coffees were for Chris. So in my mind, BJ just made this up to see if Chris would be able to do it.
0: Yeah, he's given him a complicated coffee order so he can go there and then because that's... I think that's a big part of the celebrity-assisted job of being able to get the coffee order right.
1: Yeah, Uh, I remember uh, back in the Paris Hilton days, she had a dog that she would carry around in a little bag and i'm sure her assistant probably well, kim kardashian or whatever assistant she had at the time probably had to like make sure the dog was groomed and make sure the dog had its little coffee as well cuz paris had to have hers um so yeah getting people start like starbucks order correct or all this like all this like little tiny like these stereotypes that was something that was very alive and well in the, in the 90s. Like, oh, this celebrity's a diva. They only want blue M&Ms. That kind of thing. Mm-hmm. And so I think, yeah, BJ was trying to make sure that Chris was ready for the task in front of him.
0: Yes. BJ also is uh, friends with Kim K. And he also uh, took internships with uh, Queen Latifah and uh, Naomi Campbell.
1: Yes. Queen Latifah. The Dana Owens. She's been coming up so much on RJP. I don't know if you if you keep up with all the, uh, the Queen Latifah uh, mentions in the last couple weeks, but She's out, she's out here. Um I think uh Kimora Simmons was another one of yeah. his high, you know, his uh high-end clientele as well. Um yeah, BJ he's he's been around and he's like, "Okay, well, I'm trying to show you what it is, but BJ is no nonsense." Yes. Very much comes in. He tells Chris that, "Oh, why are you wearing sweatpants?" First of all, Chris just got off the plane. <laughs> I don't think that I've ever been on a plane where I didn't wear sweatpants ever. And Chris gets off the plane in sweatpants and BJ is like, Oh no, that's disgusting. You need to change clothes. This is LA. Yeah. And I have to know, Rob, you live in California. You live in the LA area. Yeah. Is it like that? Do you feel like you have to change clothes? You
0: can't wear sweatpants
1: at the Charles, airport. Do you think I leave my house? <laughs> will you go to airport sometime?
0: Yeah. No, I yeah. will wear jeans usually on a plane, but, mm-hmm. um, that no, I don't, Yeah, I'm not dressed that nice anywhere I go um mm-hmm. the bj says okay you need to change as so we're going to a gas station you go change in the gas station i'll change in the limo that's yeah, what i do you, but you yeah. change in the gas station and uh chris was not happy about this he sends him to a random texaco you know mm-hmm.
1: just like yeah go in there and change and he's looking at first of all let's just go back a little bit chris has no clue who bj is and bj has not yet told him that he's just like go do these things because I'm telling you to, because you're on made now. And so a part of Chris is a little incredulous because Chris comes from, you know, a level of privilege where he's not used to having random people tell him what to do. He's probably never changed in a gas station before. Um, And so BJ is like, yeah, 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 just go handle that. I will sit in the limo and live the life of luxury and you come out when I'm ready for you. Mm -hmm. Um, And so, yeah, he made them change clothes instantly because they were on their way to uh, to their first challenge. He just got off the plane and they're already onto the first task.
0: So, yeah, they're going to go to the MTV Movie Awards. And uh, we got a lot of 2012 stars uh, walking down the red carpet. And Chris has to, like, uh, now he's not so much a celebrity assistant, he's like a paparazzi. Yeah.
1: So, do you call the people on the red carpet asking the questions paparazzi or like? No, I mean, I guess like sort of like an
0: interviewer uh, sort of. Yeah.
1: Yeah. So, I think this part of the challenge was just basically Chris you want to be a celebrity assistant, you need to find a celebrity. And so, Chris is just out there kind of watching these, you know, these megastars walk past them. I saw Janelle Monae at some point. Mm-hmm. Um, Charlize Theron pays him no attention at all. <laughs> a South African queen.
0: And, uh, I think, was it Mario Lopez yes. was the first one who even looked in his direction? Yes. Uh, well, like uh, like, Chris, you you're sucking right now you are none of these celebrities are talking to you and he's like you better try harder how are you going to be an assistant if you can't even get a celebrity to answer your questions uh and he's like oh mario lopez mario lopez uh can you tell me uh what does he ask him uh what uh, what are you looking
1: for an assistant yeah Yeah. what are you looking for an assistant
0: (laughs) and mario lopez uh says that his assistant uh got a car accident hope uh mario lopez's assistant is okay
1: yeah, you care, but Mario Lopez does not seem to care because mm-hmm. he says, "Well, I'm looking for an assistant who can drive because mine got a, a car accident." Like Mario Lopez, your assistant could be in in like uh, peril right now. We don't know what the status of this accident is. Was it was not his fault. I don't look. I'm not the I'm not the biggest Mario Lopez fan, but this was definitely oh. a demerit. You know, yeah. like he's he's a guy. He's he's very famous as well. You know, I don't know him personally, but this was like huh, you know I didn't love that. Didn't mm-hmm. love it. Nah. If Um, I look, Rob, if I'm I'm running around doing all your menial tasks, you can at least pretend to care if I get in a car accident. Well, did you crash my car, Chappelle? Did he drive Mario Lopez's car? Mm -hmm. That's what we need to know. We need to know the details of this. I wonder if this has been documented. I'm going to reach out on Twitter.
0: (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. Um, uh, LMFAO is there. Uh, Just for some advice on what to do, LMFAO is going to stick to the script. They tell him to wiggle.
1: Yes. Thank you, LMFAO, for mm-hmm. that. That's going to help. I was like, thank you? See, this 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 show, the goal is to talk about these celebrities as divas who need like people to do their work for them. Yeah. And if nothing else makes you look like a diva, it's definitely like completely ignoring someone's question and just giving them some stock answer so you can move on with your life. Mm-hmm. Uh, not to say that these celebrities are required to speak to Chris, but... Come on, man! You could have done better than that.
0: <laughs> uh, he talks to Amber Rose, who gives him some advice. Uh,
1: I believe Amber Rose's advice was, "Don't f it up." Don't f very rude polish. Yeah, yeah.
0: yeah. So, don't f up. It's uh, not bad advice. It's good advice. Uh, <laughs> yeah. He talks to Lucy Hale also. Rob, are you familiar with Lucy Hale? I'm not. Uh, Lucy
1: Hale was one of those uh, contestants on one of those like, uh, like American Idol style shows, I believe. Um. Mm-hmm. Uh, American Juniors or something, right? And she is, I I think it was like a team ended up winning like four girls and then one kid guy and he, and they they like became like a super group quote, like in question mark, question mark. I I just, I've never heard them actually sing any songs or anything, but I know that's where she started, but she got her like real claim to fame at Pretty Little Liars. Yes. A show that went on for way too long, just like Made, um, based on a book it was not as long as the series. I still don't know who A is. I think A is like 15 different people. I didn't, I just know the commercial was on my entire life. So that's how I know Lucy Hale.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> and then he talks to uh, Victoria Justice.
1: Yeah. Are you familiar with the I show Victorious? Not. No. Uh, yeah. Me neither. <laughs> and so uh, Victorious, I believe, was a Nickelodeon show or a Disney show just for anybody who's out here fact checking us. But uh, Victoria Justice, I believe, was the first person who, uh, who gave him something that he could actually work with Mm -hmm. because she says, I don't have an assistant, actually. Um, Do do you want to be my assistant? Like, do you need... like Chris is like, well, do you need an assistant? I'm an assistant. She's Mm -hmm. like, sure, give me your card. And Chris, of course, being that he just got off the plane 40 minutes ago, he doesn't have one.
0: Yeah, doesn't have a card. At all.
1: So he failed the first task and didn't even know it.
0: (laughs) So they go to a commercial and they come back and um, Chris is like, Looking for something. What What is he trying to do? Like, uh, is he trying to get a card to uh, Victoria Justice? No, no, no. So what happens is
1: uh, there is an actress named Molly uh, Tarlov, I believe her name is pronounced. She is from the show Awkward on MTV, okay. which probably had too many seasons as well. I don't know. I never watched it. It wasn't for me. Um, but she has a stuffed animal like the stuffed dog. I can't remember his name. I'm going to call him Skippy. Skippy. And She has Skippy the dog. And she says, look, because she really has no task for Chris. Let's be very clear. Chris says, like, what do you want from your assistant? She I don't really do that. I think what she's trying to tell him is I'm not a big enough celebrity for what you're looking for right now. Like, I I don't have the diva mentality, but I'll make something up for you. So she tells him, hey, I have this stuffed animal and this stuffed animal I'd like to bring to me, bring with me to award shows on the red carpet and stuff like that. And I left it at home. Could you go get me a similar stuffed animal? So Chris's task is to go find another stuffed dog to bring to Molly so that uh, so that she will be comfortable at the award show. And so that's where he's doing after the commercial break.
0: Okay, so Mm -hmm. he's going around trying to find his way in and then he uh, can't get back in. Uh, yes. Yeah.
1: He could get in, kind of, but he doesn't even know like how to find her. Like you go to the MTV Awards, I'm assuming, and you're looking around for one kind of celebrity. You know, no, no offense to her, but I'm sure she wasn't the biggest name there. Mm-hmm. And um, he can't, he can't find her. He didn't get her phone number. He didn't get in any way of reaching her. So he's just walking around with a stuffed dog. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So that's his big issue. It's not that he couldn't go find a dog. It's that even now, now that I've gone and, and got it, I would love to know how he got a hold of this stuffed dog, though, in this moment. But uh, they don't really show that. But now that he's got it, how does he get it to her? She, where, where is she sitting? How do you find
0: this person? Yeah. And I don't think he knows well. He doesn't know and BJ is not happy. And Chris no. is losing his patience with BJ. Chris is very,
1: very like snarky about this whole dog thing. Like mm-hmm. He's like, I don't like to fail. BJ is not The nicest either. BJ is like, the dog is too small. You didn't find, you didn't find the person anyway. You didn't get her number. Like you basically just, you know, you just pissed this whole challenge away almost. Mm -hmm. And, you know, Chris isn't taking it well. Chris does not like to fail. That's kind of his personality trait that we're given. We, we know that he's kind of, uh, um, well off. And when it comes to like, you know, his, uh, you know, it's funds and his lifestyle, he's, you know, he's not someone who is used to doing things like this for other people, but also, um he really likes to achieve and this is not working out for him yeah what do you think enneagram three Chappelle? i think he wants to be an enneagram three like no. i think in his mind he's an enneagram three but nobody likes to fail so you know
0: mm-hmm. he's yeah. just
1: not doing well with with some of the feedback he's getting from bj
0: yeah because he's blowing up at bj constantly
1: yeah and it's crazy that he's giving bj so much sass like he's like he's like He's like, every time BJ has something to tell him, which BJ is not being kind either. A lot of times he's just saying what it is, kind of being very straightforward and blunt. But Chris has something to say to him, you know, in response all the time. Like he just Mm -hmm. can't take the feedback. He has to, you know, like almost disputed or like, you know, contradicted in a way. And even though that dynamic is present amongst the, you know, between the two of them in this moment that they just met the same day, BJ says that Chris's real issue is that he needs confidence. I call shenanigans with that because there I don't think there's a more confident person than Chris. I just think he probably needs to slow down and get a hold of his task and maybe humble himself a
0: little bit. I think to be a great celebrity assistant, I think you need less confidence.
1: Yeah, almost. Yeah, you almost have to, to realize that some of this isn't above me. Uh, because these celebrities um although you are you are free to have as much pride in yourself and to you know, you know your self-worth, but these celebrities can find someone else who does not very quickly. <laughs> and they will. They can replace you. And so, if you want this job, you have to be willing to do the things that BJ is asking you to do. And I think Chris just hadn't put himself in a position where he was willing to do that yet. And so, this was really uh this was his first like uh, like
0: uh, obstacle in becoming a celebrity assistant. All right, so uh, BJ is going to take Chris out to lunch, uh, and they're going to go down to uh, newsroom, and they're going to be looking for paparazzi because uh that's uh where you're going to find uh, some uh, good celebrities around there.
1: Yeah, they, they said uh, was it Robertson Boulevard? I think it's yeah,
0: Robertson, yeah.
1: I mean, Rob, this is your neck of the woods. You don't you don't find yourself well, dodging we, we paparazzi. think of hanging out there. I just thought you where might have lunch. Might have dodged paparazzi on Robertson Boulevard. Mm-hmm. I don't know, I'm from Texas. I I've been to LA like twice. So, mm-hmm. you tell me, is this like no, I'm not, is this like a the,
0: yeah, the paparazzi are dodging me. I think. <laughs> well look, they're dodging Chris at this <laughs> like, moment too. Uh, yeah. Please get out of the get out of the way. You're in our you're in our shot. Like, please, sir. We met Boston Rob. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I get it. Um, yeah, Yeah. So that
1: they, they go to lunch and his task is well, I, I think the concept is because this is Robertson Boulevard, the paparazzi is all over the place. Like you can't throw a camera without hitting a paparazzi person, you know. And he says, Chris, go find one and ask them if they'll be willing to take pictures of us. Or pictures for us. And Chris goes out into the street. And for me, from my point of view, it looked like he wasn't really trying that hard. Because I could see people with cameras all over the place. I was like, I could find a paparazzi person. Mm -hmm. But Chris just didn't seem interested in speaking to any of them.
0: No. And then when he came back, BJ was in the middle of talking to uh, a paparazzo.
1: Right, and his, his his Chris's thing is like, oh thank B- thank God, BJ, you found paparazzi for me. Thank you so much, BJ's Like, no, I was just talking to people. You go away. You were supposed to do your task. Uh, Chris likes cutting corners. I don't think he he doesn't mind uh, too much. Like, kind of like you know, um, breaking the rules to get what he needs to get done. Like again, I don't think, I don't really think he knew what he was getting himself into. Yeah, uh, he starts to cry. Yeah. He says like, oh, it's really hard to find paparazzi and like he starts to break down a little bit because he can't find the five photographers who will take pictures. And BJ is not the most sympathetic to him. So it was it was it was one of those things that like Chris doesn't come off the like the most likable person in the beginning. Because, again, he kind of gives you like an air of like, you know, incredibly unlikable. yeah, if yeah, yeah, some would say very unlikable. Almost rooting against this guy. <laughs> yes, and uh yeah, and so it's kind of like, but to see him kind of break, it's like, okay, look, he's still a human. He's like twenty years old. You know, I get it. This is new for you, but you're you're a lot of this punishment you're doing to yourself. Like, if you could just step outside of what your preconceived notion about what this job is going to be, you might actually learn something and enjoy yourself. But I think he just couldn't get past the fact that BJ wasn't just giving him what he wanted.
0: No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. So Chappelle, there is going to be a big celebrity sighting on Robertson. They are going to find, uh, one of the biggest celebrities in the world is hanging out, having lunch over on Robertson. Oh my God. Is that David Hasselhoff? It is. It is David Hasselhoff, which I
1: guess that like, Years ago, yeah, sure. Mm-hmm. I I think that that is a good celebrity to pick. I mean, he's he, he is a world-renowned celebrity. Let's like, let's be very clear. David Hasselhoff made a an incredible name for himself. Um, I don't know if that is uh very similar now. You mm-hmm. know, uh, I don't know if he would get that same reaction. But this was a big deal. Uh, my question is, Rob, do you think David Hasselhoff was in on the on the bit?
0: Yeah, I think he definitely was. Um, I, that I feel like that. Um he was a plant like uh because he's gonna loom large in the second half of the episode. I kind of feel like that David Hasselhoff was kinda like having like a a moment like around like twenty twelve. Like do you remember when he showed up in the Big Brother thirteen house? I do. Do you remember was it hooked on a feeling when he had his
1: like his song Resurgent where he released was, I think yeah, yeah, was I think so feeling. like yeah, yeah, I think he had
0: a show that was on uh CBS, like mm-hmm. that was gonna be about like uh People, was it the celebrities that either had the same name or were like they had like a celebrity like working in the supermarket? Yeah, I, I vaguely remember that.
1: Um, yeah, I think that David Hasselhoff has done a really good job of kind of staying relevant in like waves. And I think this was around the time when he was doing another one of those, you know, like we know him from, you know, Night Rider and Baywatch. But, you know, he 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 made sure he was still relevant well into the 2000s
0: yeah i'm trying to see so uh, i'm looking at his uh imdb uh some Uh-oh. imdb uh <laughs> imd bags uh for david hasselhoff so yeah in 2012 he had like uh I think there was a lot of uh things that he was appearing in mm-hmm. uh, including piranha 3d oh how could i forget that mm-hmm. yeah. <laughs> so i definitely i definitely forgot that
1: um yeah I think um he released an album in the 2000s as well, so yeah. hooked on the feeling might have been like in like the nineties, but like he releases his album and comes back and like he has no issue getting on the charts i think i i I wonder if David Hasselhoff is one of those people who whatever he does, will do relatively well because of his name, just name recognition alone mm-hmm. um and and I mean worldwide, like he's going to chart yes. in Switzerland. So, you know, uh, I wonder if he was just kind of like in one of those moods where, yeah, I'm doing a lot of stuff right now and I could use the TV time. So here he is on made um, hanging out uh, for Chris to walk up to him
0: and and, you know, kind of uh, solicit his help. Yeah. Okay. Uh, so Chris is going to then ask the Hasselhoff if uh, he needs an assistant. He's well, I already have an assistant, but does your assistant need an assistant that?
1: Honestly, this
0: is my this might be Chris's like shining
1: moment. That was such a good pivot. Because like I already have an assistant. Most people will probably say, Oh, okay, okay. well, you know, sorry, sorry for bothering you. But Chris is like, look, I'll assist anybody at this point. I'm just tired of walking up and down the street. And I'm tired of BJ, you know, like uh berating me um <laughs> with random tasks and things. So yeah. Um uh, the Hof says, You can assist my assistant. Uh let me get your number. And um, and so he takes his number and goes back to bj and he's so excited chris is like i did it i finally did it
0: but chappelle i think that hasselhoff was in on it i think that he uh was because they're gonna have that whole party at the end uh spoiler Uh alert and so i think that uh hasselhoff is prepared to then tell like i don't think he just likes oh I i like the cut of this kid's jib let's bring him in he'll be the assistant to my assistant you mean to tell me his assistant didn't need an assistant rob you think Hasselhoff's assistant wouldn't need... How busy is David Hasselhoff in 2012? Apparently
1: very, very, very... His assistant needs an assistant. Yeah, I mean, mean, I'm sure your assistants could use an assistant sometime, Mm -hmm. you know? And no offense to you, Rob, but you know Hasselhoff... So mm-hmm. I can imagine maybe this <laughs> maybe this you? is not yeah, I don't right. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I can imagine this might not be a plant, but it gives it's giving me strong plant vibes. This is this is a shenanigans.
0: Yes. Yeah, sure I definitely huge shenanigans on <laughs> uh Hasselhoff here. Um yeah. but so he gets uh or he gives his information to Hasselhoff mm-hmm. and uh BJ like calls him out. He says, uh, you fool. You gave away your power. You don't get to give your information away. You get the information. I Look,
1: I've been there. Yeah. BJ is Bj is speaking the truth. When Sometimes when you shoot your shot, you got to make sure that the ball is in your court. Okay? Mm-hmm. You cannot give somebody else the ball because what if they never use the number? It's always let me get your number. Let me get your Twitter account. How about I DM you right now so we can start the conversation? Mm-hmm. This is right up my alley. So I BJ as 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 rude as BJ is coming off to Chris right now. I actually agree with him on this one. Yeah. Like you, you don't want to just leave it in somebody else's hands to get in contact. You want to be front of mind. But what do you say to David Hasselhoff? Let me get your contact info. Let's exchange contact information. How about I text you my number right now? Mm-hmm. You know, like look, the game has changed, Rob. We just don't give our number to people. You got to You got to be aggressive. You yeah, know, I guess be so. aggressive. Yeah, mm-hmm.
0: not not creepy. Yeah. But
1: you have to you have to be able to go after what you're saying. Want if I'm sometimes. David
0: Hasselhoff, I don't know if I'm gonna give my phone number to some kid on the street.
1: Exactly. It is a tough spot. That's why you have to it's the way it's the way you play the game. Yeah. You don't say David Hasselhoff, you know, megastar, let me have your number. What you say is, Oh, I don't have any business cards. I will text you my number right now and my name and my resume. You know? Let me get back to you on that. Let me give you the things that you need, but also give me access to your life. Add me on LinkedIn,
0: you know. <laughs> so. Yeah, um, Chappelle. How old is David Hasselhoff?
1: No clue. He could be a million. I have
0: no clue. David how Hasselhoff old is David Hasselhoff currently? Yeah,
1: I have no clue. I have no clue. What do you, what do you think? Well, I, I have his
0: Wikipedia open.
1: I mean, well, how old is he? Uh,
0: seventy. Yeah, you are close. Uh, sixty-eight. Ooh, I would have went older than seventy. <laughs> yeah. So Yeah. Just, uh, did, yeah not not too bad it? for seventy.
1: Yeah, probably not. You know, this is how this is the half. You know, he's, mm-hmm. he's he's larger than life. Um at least the persona is. And so, I was happy to see him in this role, and I'm happy he gave Chris a chance. I I you know, whether it was shenanigans or not, you know, they could have picked a worse celebrity.
0: Mm-hmm. yeah Yeah. Um he is uh seen in the episode with a young woman who <laughs> uh may be either his uh, uh, uh significant other or daughter. It's unclear it is unclear i she did look young yeah um
1: you know not to say that she was you know extremely young but they never gave her a billing as um a spouse now i will give you a test um have you ever seen the model uh haley roberts
0: um not that i can recall
1: okay if you take a look at, I mean, you're at your computer. Do me a favor. Do a quick Google search. All the listeners, listen in. If you Google search Haley Roberts, Rob, I think this is, this is our, this is our person. Okay. I can't remember. I don't have a photograph of memory or David anything like that. David Hasselhoff's wife. Yes. But is this the woman from the show is what I'm
0: asking. Mm, okay. <laughs> let's see. Um, mm-hmm. She's let's see. She's very pretty. She's very blonde. What do you is think? Is she the woman from the show? I'm seeing, okay, I'm seeing pictures of them at the premiere of Ant-Man and Wasp. Uh-huh. Uh, I'm trying to see how far back uh, do they go? Any pictures of them from Maid? From <laughs> Maid? Let's see. Yeah, I nah. know. Hmm, yeah. So, uh, yeah, I think this is her. I think this is her. Okay. Yes. Well, they got, they got married when
1: he was 66 years old, and you say he's 68 now, so only a couple years ago. Okay. And she was 38 at the time um and so uh yeah so if this wasn't made you know uh season what was it tw- 12 so this or is like that. yeah yeah so if this is 2012 yeah she was you know a little bit uh, yeah significantly younger 27
0: 20 uh year age difference so
1: yeah yeah, yeah.
0: well i'm ho- hopefully they're happy mm-hmm. i will say that mm-hmm. what's well what's the math on that a half half your age plus seven something like that. Is that work um I think he might be right in that in that realm, actually. Yeah. Okay. All right. So all right, David Hasselhoff. Uh, mm-hmm. that he is oh, I actually have his Wikipedia open. Uh do you want to okay. know about David Hasselhoff's first film role, Chappelle? Uh, it was not Knight Rider. No, it was not. Uh oh, that his okay. according to Wikipedia, that his uh first film role, his feature film debut was in nineteen seventy four as the character boner in Revenge of the Cheerleaders um okay. but then a crappy
1: movie diaper yeah, how do you know it's crap see how dare you this is the half you this could be a great movie you don't know you don't know how do you just jump to crappy movie diaper put it in the uh put it on the wheel you know <laughs> put it on the wheel how dare you do you think have you never seen uh revenge of the cheerleaders Uh no,
0: not recently
1: like, if I had to, like, create a plot for this movie, like, in my mind, I, I, my first instinct was to go to, like, Revenge of the Nerds, but now I kind of want it to be, like, a horror story, right? Yeah. Like, the, the cheerleaders are uprising, and he's one of the, uh, mm-hmm. maybe, like, a football player or something like that, and yeah. he's one of their films. You're I strike think back. that would be, yeah, 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 like, uh, the cheerleaders are uh, uh, usurping the patriarchy. I yes. would like to
0: see that. Yeah, might not be bad. Uh, and Boner, you would think he's probably going to die. Ooh, this is the Renap Table Read. Let's do it. <laughs> Cheerleaders. Yeah. Um, I, you, you can be boner. I'll let you be boner. <laughs> Chappelle, have you ever seen Knight Rider? I have. I like yes. it very well. Yes. Yes. You like Knight Rider? I did. I don't have an opinion about Knight Rider. Mm-hmm. It's a show that was on TV. Yes. Uh, second podcast today. Talk about Knight Rider. Oh, yeah? Yeah. What talk else? You talk about, about, about it with Phil on. Kogan. Called it knight uh, a Rider.
1: Yeah, well, Night Rider came up in our clubhouse uh, little group that we had when we were talking about uh, TV theme songs. Yes. It's, yes. Yeah. Did it make the first te- theme song bracket? It did?
0: Um, I don't recall if it did. I think uh, Jess said it came up on the community podcast also this week, Night Rider. Look at him! Big so, week for the half. Yeah. Having
1: the best week ever.
0: Yes, okay. Maybe Someone's Maybe uh, him and Queen Latifah are showing up on all the podcasts. The Dana Owens. She's, uh, <laughs> yeah, look. they were NAP superstars. I have superstars. <laughs> okay. Um, so, all right. So then we have like another side quest for Chris. Uh, BJ tells him we need a two to five page proposal. Who were these guys? These guys were like planning something. Okay. So it was, look, Rob,
1: this is probably more up your alley. Who? So it was Jack Wagner. Yeah. And was it, um,
0: oh gosh, was Should it, I it know a Ken Jack Shatter? Wagner? Do I know him? Should I know Jack Wagner?
1: I mean, yes. yes. Did you not watch Melrose Place?
0: Okay, no, I did not.
1: <laughs> Rob, how dare you? Um, I what was the other guy's name? No, is it Ken Schreiner? Like, I don't what? know. I, yeah, it was Ken Shriner and Jack uh, Jack Wagner, which they're both soap stars, basically. So okay. Jack Wagner is known from General Hospital, and uh, so is Ken Shriner. So it's kind of like we have these two soap opera people, and we're going to let uh Chris. Uh, his next task have to deal specifically with them <laughs> and planning their was it a party well yeah, you know, i
0: think that they were like trying to like uh like ha- have a play and i don't know if they wanted to like have investors come in i, I couldn't tell if they-, or if they were the investors but whatever um bj said plan write a proposal and chris like mm-hmm. well i guess i'm not sleeping ever yeah I-
1: again Sir, mm-hmm. you want to be a celebrity assistant and they ask you to write a proposal. This seems like very baseline <laughs> things. Like, mm-hmm. go look up venues for this thing and then give me the list of them and the prices mm-hmm. and tell me what's good and what's bad about them. That seems yeah. kind of like standard. Like, it could have been worse. I just don't think he was invested.
0: No. Uh, and then he half-assed it and then he gave BJ like a legal pad with here's some venues and uh, BJ's like, this isn't what I asked for. Wait, I want a yeah. proposal. You gave me venues.
2: Yeah,
1: he like, just jotted down a few places like, oh yeah, I know I know a place we could get for cheap. Like, sir, did you do any research into this? Um, spoiler, Chris did not. He was not. just like, he's kind of checked out at this point. He hasn't said it specifically at this point, mm-hmm. but you can tell by his actions that he's only given this like, mm, you know, about 30% advice. He's over it.
0: He's over it. Oh um, yeah, for sure. And then the guys are not super impressed also, and I feel like that they're also marks for this episode. Like, they're like they, they just like can't wait to Basically, just like uh, dress him down of like uh, how what what the hell is this? You want to be a celebrity assistant, you moron.
1: Uh, they weren't that bad. Mm-hmm. They weren't that bad. Um, I think what twenty twelve, Ken Schreiner was on. I'm sorry, Jack Wagner was on like Dancing with the Stars. Mm-hmm. Um, with one of my faves, Anna Trebunskia. And so yeah, I think he was just trying to like you know get some uh, some some browning points from maybe the voting audience. Uh, mm-hmm. So he wasn't too mean. I don't Not know what the hell. Uh, ken schreiner was
0: doing but okay <laughs> yeah um bj uh says that uh you failed me
1: yeah he's like again you're not you're not doing this job well at all you know mm-hmm. it doesn't seem like you're trying um the the funny thing though is that like chris that's his trigger word fail right so chris is actively not trying but also getting so upset anytime someone says you're not doing great you're doing you're doing poorly it's like he wants positive feedback from absolutely nothing yeah. um, and it's not working bj does not speak that language
0: do you think that getting inside of chris's head do you feel like that he doesn't try because if he tries then he, then actually he really would have failed, failed? Yeah. Yeah.
1: He's like I didn't care about this so it doesn't matter or I didn't give it my all if I so I wasn't actually to, bad at it.
0: I could have. But I didn't. Yeah,
1: I could definitely do it but I'm so mad at BJ that mm-hmm. you know, I can't even focus on doing like I could do this job with my eyes closed but BJ you're really kind of just getting on my
0: nerves. I'm going to call the cops on you. And that's a <laughs> <Yeah>. direct quote. <laughs> yeah, that's coming up. Uh, yeah. because then uh Chris is going to go home to Virginia bj i guess is you know that invested in this that he follows him uh and comes shows up in virginia a week later they tell him that okay uh bj is here uh yeah he's not happy and he does say that uh call the police yeah
1: yeah he does you know My opinions about the police have been well-documented at this point, Mm -hmm. but you don't call the police on somebody because you're annoyed, especially not a black man, but whatever, Chris, I get it. He's been a little dramatic. It's fine. Yes. Uh, You know, but I do think that this was one of the moments where it brought me back to classic maid because in the old maid, you're uh, not to be confused with the card game. Yeah. Um, In the old episodes, the, the coach would show up to the school Or to the hometown. This was one of the first times I ever seen somebody like, no, 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 we'll fly you out. And so uh, I was happy that they kind of got back to their roots on this one.
0: Sure. Um, And of course, like all like super contrived, like at the point where, you know, that uh, Chris is being filmed at his job in Virginia. I I think he knows uh, BJ is showing up.
1: Oh, yeah. Yeah. Like the cameras here. Like if you, have quit or you're done being made you would think the camera's like pack it up let's go yeah but you know the camera's at his job talking to his boss you know they're, they're mm-hmm. doing all these interviews so he knows bj is coming at some point i don't I, I don't know if he knew bj was coming to his his place of employment maybe he thought like oh we're just filming some like b-roll and like later on he'll mm-hmm. be here but yeah when he popped up chris he didn't look legitimately upset
0: yeah so all right um BJ is back to train Chris. He gets some time off from work and he gets a new assignment to work on. I didn't really understand uh what he's doing here. Like BJ wants him to have a party, but a, a party for what, Chappelle?
1: This was ridiculous. He says, Okay, Chris, the summer solstice is approaching, <laughs> and we have to have a party for that. Um, it's the longest day of the year. It's the most daylight you're ever gonna get. Let's have a party. Okay. This seems like a pretty decent task for someone like Chris. Chris says he wants to be an event planner. His friends are ranting and raving about the parties that he's been able to throw in the past. So you would think this is pretty simple. Um, and you will find out very quickly, no, it's not. Um I like that he says, uh, like, at this point, Chris hasn't heard back from David Hasselhoff at all. No. So like yeah. this is just to kind of keep him, you know, in rotation, you know, keep him from getting rusty. You know, they got they got things to do, and I think they only got a month to get it done.
0: Yeah. Chappelle, uh, you have any summer solstice parties planned for 2021? I'll probably be at home. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I never know when the summer solstice is until the day of. Like yeah. someone will
1: say, it's the longest day of the year. And I'll go, it sounds about right. Like it, it definitely mm-hmm. feels like it. Um, but no, summer solstice is one of those things that people who watch Avatar The Last Airbender care about. <laughs> Nobody else cares about it.
0: I think this year may be any excuse to have a party, uh, maybe by like the uh, middle of June
1: yeah yeah yes give me a reason to leave the house i'm mm-hmm. fully vaxxed as of today rob oh congratulations so, yes so i will be out of the house i'll still be wearing my mask and staying away from you know yucky people um <laughs> with germs and stuff like that mm-hmm. but you know i feel a little bit more comfortable so i could see myself having a summer solstice party maybe yeah. it won't be that many people there and we will be far away from each other and i'll be wearing my mask but at least i will feel like i won't die
0: well you know I hope your party goes better than uh chris's because this was a uh, kind of a bust
1: well, yeah, so Chris throws a fit first. He's like, look, I'm ready to quit. I haven't heard anything back from Hasselhoff. I don't like being someone's B, B word, you know. And, um, you know, BJ basically says, like, look, you're spoiled. And that's okay. That's mm-hmm. just your personality. That's just who you are. But it's not going to work for you. Do you remember Chris's response to being called spoiled?
0: Uh, I do not.
1: He says, I'm not spoiled. I'm lucky.
0: hmm Yeah.
1: Yeah. This is the kind of person we're dealing with here. You could be both. You could be both.
2: Yeah,
1: <laughs> and I believe that he is very much both. So yeah. Um. What is this? Day thirteen rolls around and the party has started and there were maybe five
0: people at this party. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. What is that about? <laughs> yeah. PJ's just like this party is terrible and Chris like no it's not it's it's yeah. great, what are you talking about it's a great party having a good time
1: um I, we've seen Chris's friends his family throughout this episode and it seemed like three of his friends showed up. I, this man has been cr- surrounded by people all episode. Like, every time you you cut to him, oh, we have like let's cut to friend number five on Chris, and let's look at Chris. Chris has like eight siblings. None of these people were at the party. You you mean to tell me you
0: could only get five people? He's not trying, Rob. No, he's not trying. And uh, eventually, like his friend uh, tells him, like Chris, what are you doing? Like you're better than this. You could throw a party. He's like, yeah, well, like I I do it when I feel like doing it. He's like, well, don't you want to be a celebrity? assistant don't you have to do it on their schedule
2: yeah
1: he doesn't get the concept mm-hmm. she's like you know you do have to assist celebrities at some point point. and chris is like but i don't wanna mm-hmm. like, i don't like this and she's like well what did you sign up for did you not think that you would have to do this it's like well i'm just not used to people telling me what to do mm-hmm. then why do you want this job why did you sign up for this what are you talking about it's <laughs> insane
0: Alright, so uh, it seems like that after Chris tells BJ he wants to murder him, um, oh they, it seems like they have a breakthrough a little bit.
1: Yeah, BJ comes to Chris's house, like his actual home, you know, and he's like sitting with their family and Chris makes him dinner and immediately he's like, BJ, do you like dinner? And BJ's like, oh, yeah, everybody likes food. He's like, good, because I might have poisoned yours. Like,
2: mm-hmm. oh,
1: okay, that's a choice. But uh, BJ, you know, he takes it in stride and, you know, Chris finally has his breakdown where he's just like, look, I don't like you. I don't like this. I'm joking about wanting to poison you, but honestly, I just don't want you around me anymore. And I think that's when he finally gets through to BJ and BJ's like, look, you have a thick, you need to have a thicker skin. Like, this is not for the weak. This is a job that you will need to be strong and you will need to be confident in what you're, in your abilities. And You're not going to be able to let someone like me, who you are not assisting, you know, run you and uh, run you off and deter you from your goal. So Mm -hmm. yeah, that's when they kind of have their you know their their moment of you know agreement
0: that Chris is going to do better and BJ might be a little bit nicer. Okay, so all right, he's going to now BJ is going to get Chris working on some other projects. Uh, This is sort of like a very quick montage that um, BJ explains that a lot of people have uh, pets, celebrities have pets, so. He's now like learning how to like wash like poodles.
1: Yeah, this is the 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 training montage. Like I think you called him Mr. Miyagi earlier, but this yeah, is definitely like yeah. the the Rocky like punching punching the meat, <laughs> the meat and yeah. stuff like that. Yeah, and running up the steps. Yeah, this is you're the best. around. you know, like he mm-hmm. got the like the theme song in the background. Yeah, he goes and he uh he has to uh, practice dog grooming or dog sitting. Yeah. And yeah, and Chris seems like okay he's invested he'll yeah. give it a, a shot and he does okay and he also gets business cards so this is a big breakthrough mm-hmm. because that was one of his first failed tasks yeah Chappelle, do you have any pets no yeah I would like a pet snake like a really big one yeah um but because snakes don't take that much uh like like day-to-day effort you mm-hmm. just kind of feed them and then you take pictures with them and I'm okay with that mm-hmm. and I can leave them and, and travel and come back and I can have someone snake sit and I don't have to worry about it getting out and getting loose you know, in my mind, I'm sure the snake owners are like, "No, you're gonna miss out on yeah." Like, you you have to make sure, like, yeah, whatever. But in my mind, I would have a, like, a huge like, you know, like like what's the Britney Spears snake that I'm a slave for you snake, like yeah. I, I would have that the but python like in a Yeah, 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 yeah. One of those. I would have one of those, but like in a terrarium or something. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, that's, what does it he- eat? That's my goal. Uh, animals. Like, he like rats and stuff. <laughs> yeah, I have a little brother. He can't eat it. Well, I think he could eat it but I, I wouldn't let him eat my little brother, but if I, if, if oh, yeah, we have to talk about it. Yeah. Wait, so yeah. your little brother would feed the snake. Sure. That's what I was saying. Yeah. I definitely wasn't <laughs> saying I would feed my brother to the snake. He's, he's a grown man. He just, he's healthy. You know, yeah. if the snake
0: needed to eat,
2: mm-hmm.
0: you know, okay, whatever. All right. No. Yeah. Yeah. He would feed it. That's what I say. All right. He would so, feed it. Um, chris uh is uh then he's gonna like work with a family on like cleaning their house he's like vacuuming their car no 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 no, no. you're giving chris way too much credit (laughs) he works with his family yeah like he
1: chris would never clean someone else's family's house but his family has taken the task of like saying okay you want to be somebody's personal assistant i will make you do something wow and i and you have to imagine this is chris's first time cleaning everything Mm -hmm. like I look their house. Not to say that Chris is lazy or that he's never cleaned anything, but what I'm saying is that this is a huge house, and this family has like it looks like they have boats and all kinds of stuff. Like he's got, they got multiple cars. It's a pretty well off you know group of individuals, and so yeah, you have to believe that they might be willing yeah, to pay lucky. someone to do something. Yeah, they're lucky, very mm-hmm. lucky. And uh, you you have to believe that we might be willing to pay somebody to do this work that they're getting Chris to do. Mm-hmm. So yeah, that's kind of his boot camp training. Is like, okay, now I have to, you know, God forbid, but I have to, whew, I have to actually do stuff for other people. Yeah, and
0: that, you know, and that's gonna help him be a better assistant one day. Okay, so they get a call. David Hasselhoff's yeah. assistant is coming for a meeting. All right, get your ass back out here, Chris. Time to go work for the Hoff. Yeah, this is like the finale, right? Like, this is what we've been waiting on Mm -hmm. is he got
1: the call from David Hasselhoff who definitely wasn't a plant, who wasn't in on all of this. Mm -hmm. And he goes to LA and BJ is like, like giving him like the Jeff Probst massage, like, okay, Mm -hmm. you know, get in there, champ. It's just have confidence. It'll be okay. You've talked to David Hasselhoff before. This is fine. And he goes and when he rings the doorbell and David Hasselhoff has his assistant open the door to interview his other assistant. That is a flex, Rob. Yes. That is a flex. If you have your assistant, you know, opening the door for your assistant's assistant so that he can interview him, so that he can be your assistant's assistant, that is cool. I, I want to be a place like that one day.
0: Mm hmm. Yeah. yeah. What, where do you see yourself? You're the Hasselhoff in that chain?
1: Of course. I'm not going to be the assistant of the assistant, mm-hmm. but you could be the yeah. assistant
0: with an assistant. Uh... I could be the assistant with this. I, I, yeah,
1: I, I, I don't knock that. But yeah, Chris's spot isn't ideal. But yeah, I just thought that was so cool. Like, yeah. oh yeah, like I'm interviewing you, but actually my assistant's going to interview you because you're really his assistant. Yeah. I'm just kind of like passing this down the food chain. Do
0: you think we can't find the Chappelle's assistant on Twitter? I have a guy in mind. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. We don't <laughs> now, have to talk about him. Well, and then we have to get that guy an assistant. No, that he's person fine. an assistant. Yeah.
1: No, he's good. Yeah, he's got a strong resume. He's He's a good one he's an enneagram six so he's just uh making sure things
0: don't you know get too out of whack he's yeah. a troubleshooter okay um so hasselhoff has some rules okay um mm-hmm. that uh first of all, they, they that um they're talking about like okay it's 24 7 everything when you work for uh hasselhoff they'll say uh, t- off training goes everywhere What do, what does that mean
1: no, he said the Hoff train. Oh, choo, Hoff choo. train goes everywhere. Yeah. Okay, the Hoff train. He got to keep the Hoff train on the track, <laughs> right? Like, like,
0: Hoff yeah. train. Uh train. No. Yes. Okay, the Hoff no, train. He, got it.
1: He gives him a list, like a like a. Like, oh, like an Excel document almost. So like, look, bam.
0: These are all the, the cool things Hasselhoff is oh, doing yeah. today. Uh, you know what I've remembered? Uh, you ever watched that video where David Hasselhoff is like super drunk and is like eating like, uh, like a giant hamburger on the phone? You remember, you remember that? Viral I do video? remember that video, actually. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I think yeah. this was like right after that. Like, I think that Hasselhoff had like a, I want to say that was probably like 2008 or 2009, uh, drunk, passed out Hasselhoff on the floor eating the hamburger, yeah. and then I kind of feel he had a comeback after that.
1: Yeah, so the video was leaked or whatever, and this was around whoa, the time... Whoa, whoa,
0: whoa, which assistant did that?
1: <laughs>
0: you know, you would... Do you think it was Chris? Um, okay.
1: <laughs> yeah, but no, the, the The footage was released, you know, some someone would say deliberately or whatever, and it wasn't great. Um, that was 2007,
0: it, so... Yeah, this yeah. wasn't
1: great. Uh, David Hasselhoff uh, struggled with alcoholism and so this was kind of like the low point of him, that video. And so yeah, I think this is after his like, like this is his comeback. Yeah. But I have to wonder, since this was pre-Chris, I wanna have to wonder if this assistant was kind of like, like there was an assistant to the assistant and he got fired because he was behind the leaked video.
0: Yeah, no, so uh, apparently this is uh, his daughter leaked the video. Oh! Well,
1: we didn't yes. get to meet her.
0: Yeah, she wasn't in this. Okay. Yeah, um, okay. Yes, and so yeah, drama his, his, his daughter this was a, a uh a spry 54 year old uh hasselhoff in the video
1: yeah look the hoff has been going through a lot but yeah i think at this point that's probably why he needs the new assistant get the hoff right train
0: like, back on the tracks yeah choo choo keep it yeah, on the you tracks. gotta
1: get everything back on the tracks you yeah. know so yeah kudos to him for getting his life together
0: yeah okay look at him now he has two assistants okay yeah um so he also has a a, a pig yeah i don't think the pig had a name he mm-hmm. was just like uh, oh, let the pig out of the kennel first yeah. of all do pigs stay in kennels is that where you keep it pigs? instead this is staying like a pen or a sty, right a sty, right like but i guess uh most homes don't have a sty.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: it's like go get the pig yeah. out of the kennel so this was like okay we're putting your training to uh to to test to right here right you you've, you've dog sitted for all these celebrities like you know for for, you know, to train for these celebrities, how can you handle a 400 pound pig?
0: No, that was not a 400 pound pig. How do you know that if, it, if it, that was not a 400 pound pig, he's you know? gonna be like a uh, uh, you know, a, a giant thing.
1: They he ca- carried it well, it carried it well, but <laughs> that they
0: definitely the pig was a uh, hundred pounds.
1: I mean, it's he that. definitely it was, maybe Wilbur was pig uh, some pig for sure. Yeah, definitely some pig. Um, <laughs> I, yeah I'm, I'm with you I don't know if it was 400 Splendid. pounds yeah, exactly <laughs> uh, but uh, and salutations to that pig wherever it is mm-hmm. but uh, yeah I, I, I would say that it didn't look 400 pounds but if the Hoff said it I kind of have to go with
0: it mm-hmm. yeah Yeah. okay so uh, also uh, Hasselhoff has a rule of don't let the dog in the pool the, the dog will drown if it goes in the pool okay no matter what happens don't let the, the dog in the pool
1: See, me being a snake person, I was under the impression that all dogs could just swim. Like, it's not something they need to be taught. It's just an mm-hmm. ability that they have. Is that Am I incorrect in that? Like, do all cats not land on their on their feet all the time?
0: I think a dog could, uh, you know, I think mean, the dog will can do the doggy paddle, but I don't know if they yeah. can all do it successfully.
1: Yeah. Yeah. I mean, the Hoff was like, look, uh, it's not, I'm not, the pig can swim. Yeah. Focus on the dog. <laughs> the dog cannot, you know. And so, of course, like clockwork, the dog jumps right on in the that pool. That also
0: seemed like a plant. It seemed like that.
1: The dog? You think the dog was in on this?
0: <laughs> yeah, I think that they know the dog goes in the pool, and then the do- uh, thats his yeah. thing. That's the dog's thing. like
1: in the pool every I day at three o'clock. Swim. Yeah. You think so? Yeah. All right. Well, right, okay. I—I'm not saying I disagree, but mm. what I'm saying is, it was more to see if Chris would be willing to go in and save the dog, and he was. Yeah. Um. Yeah. So I—I I liked seeing that from Chris. Did you let your snake spark. go
0: in the pool? Can snakes swim? I think think snakes can go in the water. Yeah.
1: Yeah. I think snakes go. Yeah, of course I would. If it could swim, Mm -hmm. don't call the people on me if like maybe snakes are allergic to chlorine. I don't know this. You guys, if you're listening to this, I don't know anything about (laughs) snakes. I just want one. I will do the research. I don't own a pool. It'll be fine. Don't worry. (laughs) (laughs) I need an assistant to go and save my drowning snake.
0: That's the test. Like, the snake is in the pool. What are you crazy?
1: (laughs) Go get my python. Are you serious? Luckily, Chris wasn't afraid of the dog. Some people are, t- are terrified of dogs. Yeah, but this was like a little tiny dog. It doesn't matter if you're afraid he of dogs. You have a dog, dog in
0: one hand. Look, people who are afraid
1: of spiders are afraid of all spiders, not just huge ones, but the tiny ones too. Mm-hmm. But I, but we knew, Chris was not afraid of dogs because he'd already went through his dog battle training and mm-hmm. the, in the yeah.
0: dog sitting uh, task. Yeah, so, and we saw yeah. him with the with the 100 pound pig also. Okay, 400. <laughs> all right, big task coming up. It's David okay. Hasselhoff's 65th birthday. Do you believe that David Hasselhoff and his team put Chris uh, fresh in town in charge of planning the 65th uh, birthday gala for David Hasselhoff?
1: First of all, stop being disrespectful. It was his 60th birthday, Rob. Oh, we just talked 60. about this. Sorry. Sorry well, about that. I mean, he's almost 70 and this was 2012. He's pushing so 70. Yeah. He's pushing 70. And so, yeah, don't, let's let's give him what he deserves, Rob. He I'm wasn't I thought old. they said
0: 65. I wasn't making a joke.
1: No, you're probably right. I just realized that the math wouldn't check out if he's 65 and this was 2012. Yeah. Um. But yeah. Okay. So here's the thing. This is a momentous occasion for the Hoff. But he has an actual assistant. This is his assistant's assistant. Yeah. So yeah, I don't mind them throwing Chris into the into the deep end here because is he really in the deep end? Like he mm-hmm. still has the good assistant there.
0: Yeah. No, yeah. Nick, the assistant, gets totally hosed here. Chris gets all the credit for this.
1: All of it. But I think it's because Nick has a job. Mm-hmm. Right. So it's kind of like you you bring somebody an internship. You like, take your kid to work day or something like that. Your kid comes in, they do some filing. Everybody gives them a, like a, a ribbon. Like, oh, you've done so great. Like, oh my gosh. And then you, the person who's actually been like showing them the ropes all day, you don't get anything. Why? Because you get a paycheck. Yeah. And so, you know, at the end of this, Chris still has to go home to Virginia, whereas Nick, the assistant, he is employed. And I think that's enough. Also, he had help planning the 60th birthday uh, for David Hesoff. So I don't think, you know, he didn't get any praise, but mm-hmm. it was less work on his part for sure.
0: Yeah, and it's a big hit. And, you know, we have uh, Chris, who doesn't know anything about Los Angeles. He gets this venue, gets all these people to come. And then they get, he gets freaking Kit, the car from Night Rider, to come. Yay! But Chris didn't have any uh, connections for the hookup to get Kit. Kit was coming regardless. This is the Hoff's 60th yes, birthday. I guess Kit would be like a, a real jerk of a car if it didn't come to Hasselhoff's birthday
1: exactly like like you know the Hoff is looking for him you know like he's like okay you know like hey his kid made it yet his kid yet? it? Is like no i don't think he's gonna mm-hmm. make it david like you know and they're like oh no you know last time we talked he said he might make it
0: and then he comes outside he's
1: like oh my god get it it's you and it's yeah. like oh, yeah it's me yeah so if you
0: have a yeah. talking car do you need two assistants it's a good question
1: i <laughs> i think so i mean what can
0: the can the car rescue your dog from the pool see i don't know i don't think the car can rescue the dog from the pool but I feel like the, in 1982, um, you know, the, the talking car is like, has limited uses. But I kind of feel like now that Kit, you know, 2021 Kit has Bluetooth. Uh, can oh. like do a lot of stuff, I feel like. No? You think you think Kit has been upgraded? I think it's been upgraded, yeah.
1: Kit has a, a backup camera. Um, he's got like heated seats now. and can play you know, like a podcast, you if you ask. Right. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Completely like compatible with your Apple device. Um, but still... Can it can it capture your four hundred pound pig?
0: No, it could like probably pull up in front of the pig and like open the door.
1: It could run it over for sure. <laughs> um, I don't know if the pig would have enough wherewithal to get in the kit, and so
0: yeah, could uh, kit yeah, call into a podcast. Could oh, kit yeah, like yeah. dial into a Zoom?
1: We could definitely do that. Yeah, kit could handle all of that. I think kit was doing a lot of things back in mm-hmm. Night Rider. He wasn't just like hanging out and talking. You know, like he was a, he he was a functional, like a partner to, you know, the Hoff. Uh, So yeah, he had to be there, but you probably need an assistant too. Like, look, you at least need tech support, right? Mm -hmm. If Kit is like anything, any, any product that I know, like he's going to malfunction at one, at some point and turning it off and turning it back on, isn't going to help all the time. So you at least need an IT person, if Mm -hmm. nothing
0: else. Yeah. Would Knight Rider work as a reboot, Chappelle? Hmm.
1: Okay. So give me the plot of Knight Rider. What was the main cause all I know off the top of my head is that like it was like a crime drama. Yeah. I'm assuming David Hasselhoff, who was Michael Knight at the time, was was he a cop?
0: He was a lone crime fighter battling Excuse the forces me? of evil with a virtually indestructible and artificially intelligent supercar.
1: He was a vigilante?
0: He's an okay according to IMDB, he's an undercover cop. Who was seriously wounded, nursed back to health by a mysterious benefactor, uh, and then he regains his consciousness as a new man with a new face and a new name? Right. That's what happened uh, to his face. I mean, yeah. Who played? Do you think that he was uh, a less handsome man, and then they gave him like a a more handsome Hasselhoff face? Ooh. The
1: question is, who played? You know, pre pre. Knight Rider, uh, Michael, Michael Knight.
0: Right? I think he just wakes up in the first episode.
1: No, 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 Rob. That's you not th- fun at there all. there was
0: another who? guy that played, like, uh, sort of a more homely Michael Knight?
1: No, but I think we should be casting him right now. Oh. Like, who's, who's the 70-year-old right now who could have played, like, you know, David like, Hasselhoff not- now! No, yeah, yeah,
0: yeah. Future Hoff could definitely play, like, <laughs> pre- Future Hoff plays, in, plays himself, and then he wakes up, and then we have, like, a young young hot half yeah i mean
1: i, I had no clue that's how uh that how Nightwriter started i think the only 70 year old uh celebrity i can think of right now is like what uh kurt russell hmm. but i don't think kurt russell is less hot i think he's like like you know like parallel to you know like a half. Hmm. yeah maybe um uh, bill murray bill murray was pre-half mm-hmm. there you go that's my take
0: yeah okay yeah um, is it interesting so? a talking car now or everything talks now
1: everything talks my car my car talks your other car doesn't talk
0: uh no not really
1: i get in the car and it's, it's bluetooth connected
0: or something yeah, like that's that. about it yeah yeah
1: and then if i say like uh like uh call some call rob and then it'll say calling and then it'll f up your last name um mm-hmm. and yeah or it'll like start dialing random numbers even though i told it specifically who to call um, so, yeah, it talks a little bit. It's just not, you know, very like functional. Like, you know, you yeah. can't really like have a conversation with it per se.
0: How about this? Mm-hmm. Knight Rider reboot and uh, Michael Knight has like, um, it's sort of like a romantic relationship uh, with the car. It's like a will they or won't they? No, like no they're no, falling no, no, for no, each no, other. No. Yeah.
1: No, no, yeah. no, 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 no. We don't do that. No, 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 no. I don't like, <sighs> ooh, what's the, uh, what's the movie? Is it Joaquin Phoenix falls yeah, in her? love with it? Yeah, yeah. Don't do that. Don't like, do you No, know, we don't like. No, no, that's uncomfortable. I hear it was a good movie, mm-hmm. but that. What's the movie where the guy falls in love with the? the I mean, the lady falls in love with the fish. Yeah, um, yeah, yeah. That is the Shape of Water. Shape grinding of water. Nemo. Yeah. I'm good. I'm okay. good. I'm good on Grinding Nemo. Um, yeah. I don't. Anytime someone's <laughs> like
0: Grinding Nemo,
1: I didn't say that. I'm good on any show, any movie that is like, oh no, we have a person like a Beauty and the Beast situation. Like, they they really need to be a person. I don't like to. I don't like to inter-
0: intertwine that kind of stuff. Okay, might be interesting. I'm just saying we need a twist on it because everything talks. Who is our new? Who's our new Michael Knight? Like who's the guy?
1: Like yeah, like the 20, 2021, Who's our like Timothy Chalamet? Is this our guy? Is he the new Michael Knight?
0: Uh, Michael B. Jordan. But-
1: yeah he's everything these days right <laughs> like yeah i guess that work right. and he's, he's driving the a night rider and yeah. also
0: has a thing for the car
1: right and the car is a ford fusion mm-hmm. it's, a, it's a curvy car it's a curvy car
0: yeah okay that's fine right we can workshop it we don't have to get into this too much okay um so yeah well, what a great night uh for night rider <laughs> Knight. yeah yeah <laughs> <laughs> so uh then he did it and then Hasselhoff is like talking to his like boy I really like this kid uh he doesn't get rattled yeah I like the cut of his
1: jib. you yeah. know like uh yeah he's got spunk this guy's got uh he's got what it takes he's gonna make it one day yeah you're gonna be a contender kid uh yeah I liked it I, I love how their pro their gift to uh Chris you know, after like you pulled off this big party. It's my 60th birthday. I had a red carpet. The paparazzi was here. You had like lights and streamers and a like a like a like a fat head cardboard cutout of like like. <laughs> Which David have house his house? Goes, yeah, it's just to get from his
0: house. But
1: he was holding like a Starbucks cup. Like, why is that in your house and also at your party? But mm-hmm. you know, he had all these things. He had streamers and VIP sections and like uh like the bottle girls with the sparklers. He did all of this and they're like, Okay, to show your appreciation for you accomplishing your goal of like Proving your your worth as a celebrity assistant, we have given you a Hot Wheels car in a box. Yes, it's Kit.
2: Look, mm-hmm. you guys, it's Kit yeah. in a box,
1: and I signed it. This is for you. It's it's Kit. Yeah, I was like that. I know Hot Wheels when I see it. <laughs> that is a Hot Wheels car. Might be Matchbox, but it looks a little bit more high end than Matchbox. This is definitely a Hot Wheels car on a stand that they glued together. It's embarrassing.
0: Yeah, Chris said yeah. this is
1: my Grammy. This is his Grammy.
0: Mm-hmm. This is his
1: Grammy. He should do like Adele did and just break it and just hand half of it to the assistant, the real assistant. Yeah. To Nick. Split it with so Nick. You get part of it, and then I get part of it, and then we split it. Yeah, because yeah. we were both... Or give one to BJ. Just
0: anytime. Yeah, where was BJ? Did BJ get invited to the Hasselhoff uh, birthday party?
1: Oh, yeah, he was definitely there because Chris was like like thumbing through oh, his yeah, nose. He's like, like oh, yo, this is actually a really good you party. you on the list. No, yeah. I don't yeah, know if yeah. you can get in. BJ says, no, I am the list because mm-hmm. you have to know BJ made this happen, Right. BJ is like calling Hoff like look, look 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 I just need you to do me this one favor just let the kid hang out Yeah, you know let him yeah. let him stick around let him do some tasks it'll be fine and Hoff's like oh, okay I guess yeah. as long as he doesn't leak any videos of me
0: because this was good free publicity for BJ also
1: yeah I mean honestly had it not been for this episode I never know who he was
0: yeah and he went on to do more stuff so uh, good for BJ um, alright mm-hmm. and then that's uh, the episode of Made. Yeah, that was fun, right? Yeah, that was fun. I like this one.
1: Is this your first episode of Made? Or yeah, did I don't you think I've ever seen it day day.
0: before. Wow! I thought i would seen a lot of MTV True Life, but that's oh, different. You seen, you seen a lot of True Life? Um, I felt like that the one, the the one iconic one that's like burned in my brain was MTV True Life uh, Jersey Shore, and, and then mm-hmm. I feel like that was sort of like the premise pilot for the Jersey Shore TV show.
1: Yeah, I didn't know if it came first. But I definitely knew it was a thing, right? Like, so I thought, like, maybe the show might have been first, and then they like tried to like show you, like, no, 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 this is a real thing. Mm-hmm. Um, but your 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 uh version sounds a lot better because I could see them like seeing these characters on yeah. True Life and saying, oh, you know, we have to find
0: more people like this, you know? Yeah, that made sense. Um, all right, Chappelle. Uh, mm-hmm. Anything else from this episode of Made?
1: No, this was cool. Uh, again, there's a million episodes of Made because there's 15, 16 seasons or something like that um if you guys want to go back and listen or watch or made, i guess it's on paramount plus there's three seasons yeah. on there but honestly i think if you dig deep and like get into like you know the 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 dark corners of the internet you can find the good stuff right cuz made um was on for a very long time but i think if you can get into the the, the dark ages of the uh, of reality tv you can find like the the true gems in in maid you might even find a couple of those rap episodes too mm-hmm. so yeah if anybody was interested in that uh yeah, let me know if you have a a made uh, like a a made memory or you know or like a made episode. You know, Rob, I heard yeah. Scally, Brian Scally was on a
0: uh, on made. Oh, he was. Uh, yeah, uh, apparently he was in High School Musical too. So he was in High School Musical the number two, or he was in High School Musical as well also, as in addition to being on made.
1: I think he was made into a cast like a like a background cast member of High School Musical too.
0: He was there. Was an episode of Made Fe- uh, that Brian Scally was featured in? That's the rumor I saw it on Twitter. Wow, yeah, that's incredible. It is. I was like, wow. How did he not tell us this when he was on with us a couple of weeks ago? Would you tell us this if you were? <laughs> <laughs> <Yeah, laughs> how, how did we not watch that episode? Look,
1: I mean, I I tried to find it. Chappelle, you're
0: you're, you're messing with me.
1: I try, I don't know this to be true. I saw it on Twitter. It's a rumor. I saw it on Twitter. I didn't tweet it.
0: Yeah, yeah. Was there ever an episode of Maid where somebody wanted to be a maid?
1: Oh, like could you make me into a housekeeper?
0: Yes, the maid, maid.
1: Probably Chris. This episode was pretty close to that. <laughs> you know, at some point, oh. he ended up uh, doing a lot of housekeeping. He probably felt like that at mm-hmm. some point. Um, you know, he like yourself. He, you know, he referred to him as a junior deputy firewood bitch at some point, yeah. right? He was like, oh, I I'm like tired it. of people. Yeah, he didn't like that. BJ it, was cry. his
0: butch, yeah. His butch, yeah. That's what the B stands for. Although, butch was never mean. BJ, was BJ mean? Uh, he was a little, I think a little bit, I think he was like trying to get Chris to crack. I mean, Chris was an easy mark, uh, but I do think that BJ wanted to, uh, like, uh, basically he was like hazing him.
1: Very much so, yeah. This was one of those like moments where BJ was just being stern, you know? Yeah. He was, uh, he, there was tough love there, but I don't think he was mean. But yeah, no, Butch, it doesn't... I don't think Butch has this no. No.
0: Uh Chappelle, can we talk about what we're going to look at next week on the RHAP Rewind? Ooh, yeah. Let's talk about it. So I've been um, reaching out to people yes.
1: because I like a lot of reality shows. I've seen them all, honestly, and it's very embarrassing sometimes. But sometimes it's very fun because you'll find other people who've seen the shows that you've seen. And I was listening to Renap one week and I, you guys had uh, Shannon Gus on there and shannon was saying i believe this was match game right last mm-hmm. time she was on her nap she was saying you know she was on america's next top model tyra banks uh like search for the next supermodel and australia uh, but she was australia yeah yes. the australian version of this show right i don't know which one came first i assume the american one came first but that might just be you know hegemony or whatever they call it uh ethos you know <laughs> but anyway um all that to say um she would talk to us about it, right? So she doesn't want anybody to ever watch the episode she was on, but she would be willing to give us our insight. And so I think next week, we're going to talk about America's next top model season six, um, probably episode three or so, whatever episode they do the makeover on with Shannon and Haley strong. And I'm very excited. What a panel. I'm doing so much work behind the scenes to get these iconic people to talk to me. They don't, I'm like shocked that they know who I am, Rob. I'm like, Hey, Haley Straw, don't you want mm-hmm. to talk to me? And she's like, who are you? Like, mean, But no, Haley straw's great. Shannon's great. Yeah. And I'm so happy that they want to like hang out with us well, for uh, this ridiculous task that we have.
0: Chappelle, once you get your celebrity assistant going from Twitter, that then mm-hmm. they can reach out to all these people and get the wheels turning and get everything set up. And you could just show up like Hasselhoff.
1: I told you, I know a guy. He's a six and he's good at scheduling and planning things mm-hmm. a, little, a little neurotic sometimes and uh kind of also kind of pushy but i think he would he would do well <laughs> yeah with a uh, with helping me sounds helping good. me get these things scheduled yeah, yeah it sounds like a like a good one
0: yeah okay all right chappelle uh what else are you up to these days
1: <laughs> rob i'm hanging out yeah. uh you know um still uh doing coverage of the walking dead rob i'm still devastated that you won't actually come talk to me about it mm-hmm. um it's been riveting and uh fear the walking dead is a, a, a on its way as well on postal recaps and so uh just lease and myself will be talking about that um you know until we run out of episodes it seems or until maybe the show gets so bad that they stop it but you know it can only go happen. up at this point. Yeah. It can only go up at this point, Rob. <laughs> I, I, I kid you not. It could not get any worse. Um. So that's going on. I've also talked to uh, the Bryce Isaiah yes. um, yeah. on the Purple Pants podcast recently about our, 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 our once-a-month movie thing that we do. Uh, Bryce has given me the glorious opportunity to talk to him, and I love every second of it. But this week we uh, talked about... Well, this month, I'm sorry. We talked about um, the movie uh, Set It Off, starring... Queen Latifah, yes. the Dana Owens. And yeah, so we talked about it. It was a long conversation. I had the real Bryce in a lot, as usual. But I think that one will be dropping very soon as well. And then, of course, Rob, I will be back here with you
0: whenever you want me. If you call me, I will answer and we can talk. Okay. All right. Next week, uh, Chappelle, Shannon Gus, Haley Strong talking about America's Next Top Model. Season yeah. six, episode three-ish. We'll find out. We'll figure it out. I'm
1: pretty sure it's episode three. That's normally around the time they do the makeovers. But if it's episode two, we'll let you
0: know. Okay. Um, Of course, if you missed it this week, we talked about the 28th best season of all time. It was Survivor Fiji on our panel uh, with Aaron Robertson and Gia Worthy. Uh, That was a lot of fun as uh, we continue on my 13th season of Survivor. I'm approaching the one third mark. Yeah, you are.
1: Uh Rob, I haven't had a chance to listen to the podcast yet. Could you tell me what is next?
0: Uh you can uh, that on uh this upcoming Wednesday, I will talk about Survivor Guatemala, the 27th best season of all time. Ah uh, yes,
1: Guatemala. You know, mm-hmm. the last time a Survivor season happened with absolutely no black people. (laughs) Uh, (laughs) I remember it vividly. Uh, No, no. I'm very excited to hear you talk about Guatemala. I I do like the season. Um, We get to revisit one of the winners at war, you know, um, that didn't really get a lot of shine in winners at war, but also really didn't get a lot of shine in Guatemala. So (laughs) I will be uh, listening. uh, Yeah. Stealth in every sense of the word. Uh, So I will be looking forward to listening to that for sure.
0: Yeah. Okay. And then, of course, uh, everything else uh, we have going on over at RHAP. It's the start of a brand new month, a great time to become a patron of Rob Has a Podcast, as uh, we have a ton of patron activities going on right now. Uh, We have our 200th episode of the Patron 5 for 5 coming up on uh, Tuesday night with the first lady of podcasting, uh, my wife, Nicole, who uh, was one of the hosts of the Wives of News AF. Uh, this week. uh, So much uh, going on. It's the great time to jump in at the start of the month because if you don't like it, you can leave before the start of the next month. So uh, you get basically the whole month to try it out and we'll be doing a special onboarding orientation for all the new patrons at the end of the month. Uh, Go to com slash patron for more information.
1: Yeah, it's the first of the month. That's what uh, Bone Thugs and Harmony says. And I think about that every time I have to pay rent. Uh, So yeah. This is a perfect time. You know, you, you start at the end of the month, you don't yeah. get your money to work. Well, but now you get to jump right in when yeah. everything is starting, you know?
0: B- Bone Thugs and Harmony, they really, they were uh, thinking about like, okay, what are the things that we could just like, uh, that people will always talk about this and they got crossroads. It's like, okay, every uh-huh. time there's a funeral, then yeah, uh, yeah people will Every first of, of there. the month.
1: Yeah. Anytime you need to uh to, to subscribe to a uh a podcast uh Patreon, it's the first of the month. Mm-hmm. And yeah, bontas and harmony H- who knew that and they wouldn't. If you're would, uh, not interested, uh, then
0: at the end of the month we'll see you at the crossroads.
1: Exactly. Mm-hmm. Exactly. Rob well, we I like this. We need to do a, a bone thugs a deep dive soon. I I'd be okay <laughs> yeah. with that. Okay. Yeah.
0: Yeah, that's what I play here in my office every time a patron leaves. Uh
1: excuse me? You do? Yeah. Wow.
0: Bom bum bum bum. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Uh, thank you so much for checking out the RJP uh, rewind. I'll be back uh, next week with another one. Take care everybody, have a good one. Bye. Bye.